Joining us now in a stroke of perfect timing is someone that represents the thing that might be the only thing in addition to Ted Lasso that could save me tonight on this terrible day of days. The only problem is he is affiliated with baseball, which I've decided to pretend doesn't exist for a while. (laughs) But we won't let that get in the way of this interview. Blake McFarlane from Making It, former pitcher, spent eight seasons with the Blue Jays organization uh, before becoming a sculptor and artist and making it to one of my favorite shows of all time. And Blake, I'm a Cubs fan. I was a Cubs fan. I don't really know how I feel about anything at all right now. So I'm glad you're here to make me feel better about life, just the way that everyone on Making It does. Let's talk about you making your way from being an athlete your whole life to Getting into painting and crafting, I know it happened while you were still competing. It wasn't even a post-career decision. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I kind of grew up, obviously sports and baseball was my main priority. But whenever I was bored, you know, my dad had just a collection of tools in the workshop, and I would just tinker around and build things basically for fun. And that kind of kept transpiring until I was a little bit older and I began painting Um, And then I kind of dedicated all of my off season when I was playing uh, to my art. Instead of, you know, doing baseball lessons, I would actually do paintings and sculptures and sell that uh, for my off season. And flash forward to now, uh, now that I'm not playing baseball anymore, I am now a full-time artist and I do sculptures uh, full-time and it's a lot of fun. So Blake, you know, I kind of walked the opposite journey in my life. I was a musician and had a passion for sports and it got me to where I am now. But one thing they always asked me when I started making the transition was any concern about burning out. Like when you spend your whole life trying to be a great musician, you eventually, in my experience, you just wake up one day and you're sort of done. Did you have any concern after a lifetime of baseball of making your your passion of art a career that, you know, it would it would in some ways dull your passion? Um, that's a really good question. And we do have kind of similar stories going the opposite directions. Um, for me, I always knew base like baseball has to end, right? I mean, you're going to be, it does I Blake. Mean, today is the day it ended today. today. Baseball ended today, Mark today. Uh, so, you know, I, I knew that the baseball has to end and, and what am I going to do? once that's over. So art was really an outlet for me, especially when I got injured and rehabbed for two years that, Hey, I want to do this full time. I am passionate about this just as much as I was baseball. So that's kind of how that kind of correlated for me. Blake McFarland from the NBC show, making it is with us here on Spain and Fitz. If you haven't watched it, honestly, what are you doing with your life? It is just a delightful collection of humans of different artistic backgrounds coming together with a host uh, duo of Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman giving you dad jokes and and joy. Um, and I want to ask about hanging out with those two because I'm obsessed with Parks and Rec. I like anything that Mike sure does, and he works a lot with those two. Um, and I, I want to be best friends with them in life. So tell me, what was it actually like to just spend time with them, even in the moments between filming or or things that didn't make the cut? Absolutely. And and like you, I am huge, oh, it's huge fans of them before meeting them and being on the show. And you don't know what to expect when you see these people, right? Like close up and you're like, first off, starstruck. But then you quickly realize that they are the exact people that you think they would be, if not even better. Uh-huh. Like, like <laughs> they were just hilarious. And there's so much things that didn't make the cut that just had us on the floor dying. And I mean, they would say stuff that, you know, wouldn't be a pro, like 
that you know wouldn't make the show. And it was just them. And it was really cool to see who they truly are. And they, they, meet, they met and exceeded all my expectations. It was so fun. I know, Blake, that uh, it was the show that reached out to you. How did that help sort of your validation for this entire movement and feeling like you belong in that community? Um, you know, it, it did give me some validation for sure. I mean, I, uh, I w- obviously watched the first two seasons and I, I thought, you know, I, first off, I love this show and I would love to be on it. And then I kind of got on it as, as a weird way. You know, a producer just reached out to me and, and it just worked. But um, just being on the show and being seeing the other makers and, and how they work and their ideas, it's just it's just a, a such a fun and, and learning experience for me just, just to learn how all these other makers do their passion. And, and I just tried to take it in and just learn as much as I could along the way. It's Spain and Fitz, Sarah Spain, Jason Fitz talking to making it crafter Blake McFarland, former pitcher for the Blue Jays for eight seasons and now full time artist. You know, part of the reason the show is so joyful, and I mentioned it alongside Ted Lasso, is because there's a decency to it. Everybody lifts each other up. And I bet in the first season, maybe there was a little needing to explain to the cast members, you are here to make friends. We aren't playing any reality TV BS where you're supposed to, like, cut each other at the knees. But by now, it's been on a couple seasons. I imagine they don't have to spend as much time. They assume you guys have watched it and know that, you know, part of the show's intent is to be, you know, a community that supports each other. But were there ever moments behind the scenes that don't make the final cut where someone's mad or frustrated or pissed that somebody else won and they didn't? Um, Because it doesn't seem possible to have it be a competition and yet have everyone be so nice to each other all the time. Yeah, that's that's the crazy thing. And honestly, there there was nothing like against anyone else winning. But what I can tell you is there was a ton of frustration with just trying to finish things in the time frame. Um, I mean, I was super frustrated a lot of times when, you know, things don't go working according to plan. And um, so definitely there wasn't like we were all just super happy for each other and just happy and excited to be there. But all the frustration was actually like, on each of our projects. It's really you against yourself on the show more than you against the other makers. With that being said, when you walked away from it, is there an area where you felt like you found something that you wanted to integrate into your day in and day out art? Definitely. I actually made a uh, American flag out of baseballs that I've never done before. That was, it was the awesome. first time I did it. So, and I actually kind of want to incorporate that into more sculptures and kind of murals. I think it'd be cool to actually do some really large scale um, work with, with baseballs or even any other kind of sporting equipment. I think that'd be kind of cool. I, I was thinking perhaps you were going to steal some of the tricks of others where, um, you know, always using the same particular uh, particular materials or, you know, something that you had never thought of before, because there's certainly some folks on this season that, I mean, they're doing stuff with, with materials I've never even thought of before. Absolutely. Like um, Adam does a lot of acrylic and that's a material that I've never even worked with or even thought about using. And that's actually really, really intriguing is, is I didn't even realize that acrylic came in different colors and all that. So that is definitely a material uh, that I want to look into further. And then Kara just does amazing things with foam. She can make foam. That's what I was trying to think of. My brain wasn't giving me, I'm like, what's the woman that always does the thing with, and it was foam. It was unreal. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing with foam. She can make foam look like anything.
So what's your process like? I'm always curious with this because, you know, again, in music, I can watch somebody do something and think, all right, I'm going to replicate that. And six months later, I feel like I have it in sports in sports talk. I can listen to somebody when you see an artist do something like how do you start to take that and say, OK, I want to I want to use elements of it, but I still want to make it mine. That's always tough. Um, I think you can either kind of take what they do and then work it into your own idea, or maybe it's just a material that they work and you're like, Hey, they do this, this wood joint this way. Like maybe I could do it that way or something like that. You don't really just copy them, but you could take a part of what they do and really incorporate it into a new area uh, that you want to go and something that you think would be, would be really good and, and work well. Speaking of wood joints, I want that door that you made somewhere in your actual life. Please tell me that you have that door in existence at your place. <laughs> I don't, but I could definitely make one again. All right. <laughs> it, was look big, at, it was too big to ship home. <laughs> uh, last question for you, because we were talking about the, the sport that used to exist that people liked that was played on a diamond that's dead to me now. It's called and baseball. You, no, it's dead to me now. It okay. ended okay, today, so remember? Just, yeah, um, sorry, but, but Blake, you're a former pitcher with the Blue Jays. And strangely enough, another cast member is Dave Kingman's son, uh, Dave Kingman, who played for a baseball. Oh, no, I said the word a team that doesn't exist anymore because it died today. Um, did you guys have a chance when you weren't making uh, crafts and things to talk about about baseball at all? For sure. I talked to Adam all the time, and, and he actually just lives like for he lives in lake tahoe so pretty close to me actually yeah Uh, we we got to talk a lot i mean just kind of his upbringing and how baseball was a big part of his life and then obviously everything um about his dad and like how everything worked and and just you know we we related a lot and it was just really cool to have someone else on the show uh that could relate and like knows about baseball and and it was just or sorry sorry not baseball not baseball the thing that that people used to do used to be the yeah. America's pastime, and now it died, and it's dead forever. Uh, Blake, thanks America's for coming on, <laughs> and thanks for being a part of one of my favorite shows of all time that brings me joy that will probably be binged later tonight with many, many, many bottles of wine. Uh, and thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> thanks, Blake. We appreciate it. Hey, you. thanks so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate it.